Okay. Here we are. Episode three of um, season, I believe we're on four. And this this uh, 2021 Dallas adventure that we're on. Um, how are you doing so far? Extravaganza. Extra- it's been in the extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's what, that, yeah. One thing I wanted to chat with you about was the uh, writing and recording process because I know that you had said you wanted to do one song a month. I've not hit that quota at all. I've kind of run into... Uh, just been slowing down a lot with the songwriting process and I wanted to see how things were going for you. Yeah, I think, I mean, we kind of talked offline a little bit about this because um, I had sort of po- posed the idea of, well, it's not like you need to write and record something. Um, it's more, for for me at least this year, it's more about like the recording experience with uh, without using the screen. And, um, and I thought like, well, like you could re-record older songs. Cause that's what I did in January. Like I have a song that I guess it's technically, you know, it's like unreleased and Elsa and I have jammed it like a hundred times. So it felt pretty easy to start out with something that I knew really well, like knew all the parts. And I just kind of hammered it out in an afternoon with the four parts on the four track. Um, so um, I don't know <laughs> what was the question again. So I don't like I, I don't know. I thought that if you know if 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 the writing isn't happening, then why not go back to a song like ten years from ten years ago and and record it in a different way or something like that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, uh, I guess because I I've just been uh, working on more electronic music, so it's kind of a whole new genre too. So. Uh, ah, shit, my internet is like dropping. Can you, am I still there? Yeah, you're still here. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've been working with electronic stuff. So for me, I guess it's a little bit different because I'm trying to reinvent my, uh, myself with a whole different genre and the indie rock stuff just hasn't been happening for me. I think I'm just, I don't know, I lost it or something. So I have to... I could revitalize some of the old tracks I've been doing or have done. So that that's not a bad idea. So it's, it's like you kind of have more stuff that's been on the shelf for a bit. So it's you can kind of revisit it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like I was thinking uh, maybe even for this month or next month, I have a song. I don't know. It's like, you know, it started out in like 2005 or something. And I never wrote words for it. And, you know, it's something that Elsa and I have played hundreds of times and I just sort of always mumble <laughs> words it's like like at some point I'll put in words you know like maybe this would be a good time to sit down and hash out some lyrics to it and sort of like finally um I don't know put a stamp on calling it done you know uh that was sort of one idea that I had uh going into one of the months I've been like just kind of continually constantly writing so um, I just feel like I, I don't have a shortage of songs right now to, <laughs> to play around with, but I'm also not trying to, um, redefine my genre and just like totally, <laughs> totally take a left turn as you are. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, just, I, I have like one song I'm really excited about. I just haven't been able to 
get it into a format or composition that feels really inspired or uh, I just I, I'm kind of just flying by the seat of my pants I don't really know what I'm doing so uh, you know it's been frustrating but it's been fun and it's uh, I mean I guess I could go back to doing some other stuff but I just yeah I guess that's what it is yeah I mean like with the with that have you been like listening to other artists in that genre because I I feel like I wouldn't even know where to begin like are there choruses yeah <laughs> <laughs> are there I don't know. does it just you know um i don't know i even maybe we call him brian from yellow rainbow yeah to like yeah to demystify the structure of ambient and electronic music yeah i i think that that music too is just easier to put together on the computer where you can you know add things and drop them out with more relative ease. I think my thing is like frozen again. Sorry, you dropped out for a second, but um, I got I got the bit um, about like how maybe it's easier to work on the computer because you can drop things out a bit here and there um, with within writing stuff. Yeah, yeah, because like the thing is like I've, so I was saying just like some of the bands, I've been listening to a lot of Boards of Canada. Oh, you know, that's yeah. That's like that electronic yep. duo from I think Scotland and uh, I believe Scotland and I'm listening to Tycho uh, more so a few months back, but those are like the only two artists I've really been listening to. Uh, and I've just been, you know, going for hikes and walking around. And uh, to me, the structure is, it's not really discernible. I guess you could study some of those compositions and determine uh, what the layers are and where they're coming in. And, you know, you need a pretty big like whiteboard, I think, to figure some of that out. But <laughs> it definitely That might kind of like take there's... all the fun out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to really do that. So, but I've been just jamming on things that I can jam on it for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and it doesn't get uh, boring to me, but it definitely feels like it needs to evolve. Gotcha. I've been trying to make just like ignorable music. That's kind of my goal right now. Wow. That sounds uh, the opposite of intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to like make music that it, somebody could just put on the background. It's almost like they're listening to it subconsciously. I mean, have you listened to the the early Brian Eno ambient stuff, like the music for airports and things? Yeah, I listened to those like probably 10 or 15 years ago a lot more. Yeah. I think I actually have that stuff on vinyl uh, when I was more into that and had a bunch of friends that were into collecting vinyl. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm familiar with the Brian Eno stuff. Actually, I, here come the Warm Jets. I mean, it's not a, uh ambient album, but that's got to be one of my favorite albums. Oh, man, that's, that's like top 10 for me. <laughs> top yeah. 10 album of yeah. all time. Uh, yeah, that's like everything I strive to achieve is like on that album. I feel like, yeah, yeah, that's an incredible album and the production and, uh, pretty much anything, you know, has produced is something, you know, like talking heads records, uh, mm -hmm. David Bowie records. Like I think any of those collaborations is, yeah, that's like that sweet spot of what I would, what I would strive for if, if I was yeah. that good. <laughs> <laughs> we all if can I was dream. Good. We all can dream to yeah. get there. Yeah, that's like that's the that's the stuff, man. 
Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like I have been writing a little bit, so I think um, the process has been more for me, like it's been more like playing through the songs and um, rather than just like recording the guitar part, um, you know, to like a beat and then uh, breaking out a microphone and singing over and over until I figure out what the, excuse me, uh, like until I figure out what the words and the melody should be. So it's been more playing the guitar and singing at the same time which I think is, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, eh, I don't know. I feel like my brain works differently with um, with like figuring out melodies whenever I'm playing at the same time. Um, like maybe I just, I don't know. I feel like I sing differently, I guess. Um, maybe because I'm doing, you know, two or a couple different things at the same time. I think you don't think about it as much too. I mean, at least that's been my, my experience with, you know, when I've, cause I realized that when I was recording Sean, my buddy, Sean, a couple, oh man, it must've been almost 10 years ago. And he, it was interesting because he couldn't not record without singing and playing guitar. You know, like once he started singing solo without the guitar, it felt really unnatural. And I think that that's the case for a lot of people when they go into like a studio, not to get off topic, but you know, you're so used to playing your material in front of people maybe with, and singing while you're playing, it feels very foreign to then separate those things out. If that's the, the path that the production takes is like, oh, let's do all the guitars and let's do all the vocals. Yeah. So I guess it's maybe the opposite of what you're used to is, is, is was, that was a roundabout way of me kind of, cause I think, I don't know. I think when you are doing both, you're not focusing as much on either one. It's just kind of uh, they're, you know, it's almost like drums where, yeah, it's like one instrument, but it's really like eight different things that you're playing. And I think there's something, something along those lines, maybe, you know, it's like, you don't think about it as much as to, as when you're just doing one of them. I think you're probably right. I don't, I don't know. I just have gotten into the habit of, of not like, I I know that you've used like the technique where you kind of like loop a section of a song while you're making up uh, making up words and stuff and just kind of going over and over again. And I mean, I would do that to a, to a degree, I think. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just like something a little bit more basic with the guitar in hand. (laughs) Mm. Folk folk singer, like, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of stripping it back to the elements and I think, I think it's just, it can be, sometimes it can feel limiting, but I mean, that's kind of, uh, I, I guess the point, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think like I probably come up with, I don't know, I don't come up with elaborate vocal melodies or anything, but I think I kind of like stretch a little bit more vocally, like if I'm not playing the guitar, cause you're not having to focus on it. So I, I tend to usually, Oh yeah. Also, like, I mean, from a recording aspect, I don't like the sound, like if I'm playing an electric guitar, like I don't like the sound bleeding through of the the pick hitting the strings. I know some people really like that, mm. but it's not yeah, my favorite know, sound. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. why I usually tend to record the vocals separately. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could try to uh, isolate that picking somehow if if you wanted to go that route, but I agree, like, I mean, there's been times when it it was kind of cool to have that 
you know, it's like, like little wiser. I remember very specifically that happened and I tried doing it without it. And it just like, I guess what I'm saying is sometimes I, it, it really works. And sometimes it's like not a sound you want at all. Yeah. It probably depends on the song. You yeah. got to service the song as they say. Service the song, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think this out too much. Like, I don't know that, um, I was I was just curious like how it was going for you, but I guess it I guess we're kind of coming from it from two different uh, stan or like standpoints. Whereas you're, you're you've kind of just shifted what you've always done onto now just no computers. Where I've kind of like shifted more to no computers, but now I'm also exploring this this genre. So <laughs> this I guess, the genre I guess that could really sense. use a computer. Yeah. Yeah, like probably the one genre that is most. Uh, computer based is the one I've I just I, yeah I've just stacked the deck against myself as per usual so it's I guess nothing new I mean it's like also just in general it's been because I've been recording a little bit and it's been it's just hard <laughs> to make it through the entire song like especially if you're writing something and you know you're not as comfortable with it like we talked I think it was the last episode where we were talking about like like that getting that first take that's like awesome and mm -hmm. i mean that just like whenever i, I kind of thought about it a lot like after we recorded that it just like doesn't happen a whole lot <laughs> for me <laughs> I, mm. I i i feel like i end up um like you know i have that song that's been setting around for 10 to 15 years and like i still haven't finished it i mean not every song is like that but um, yeah, but I think you do capture that. It's just that you probably don't realize it because I know you make a lot of recordings with like the mini cassette, right? Or like, or your phone. I know that you, yeah. like you were asking about that and you know, maybe that is really that first performance that you catch Yeah, when you do those, those, you know, quote unquote demos. Like sometimes that's, that has the magic. I don't know. Like. Again, not to reference my own material, but I guess that's what I know. Like L.A., you know, that song, that was just literally, I think the best stuff always comes out just all at one shot and you don't really think too much about it. And it's like it gets beamed into you. And I just recorded that on like a voice recorder and I forgot about it. And then I don't know. When I was making that album, I was like looking back through all the stuff I had done on my phone and I was like, whoa, what is this? I didn't even remember. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, I guess that was the, you know, that initial spark in that recording. It was like almost fully formed. And uh, so I guess what I'm just trying to say is you probably do capture that stuff. You just you just don't realize where you've been capturing it. Yeah, yeah, no, I I mean, I, I've had the experience too. Even recently, I found a phone recording from like, 2011 or 2012 and it was a complete song and i had no recollection whatsoever of it i was like whoa yeah. this is like amazing that's awesome but um uh it's just been like like actually like getting through a take like on the tape has <laughs> been where like i've probably struggled the most i think so far and so how, how much have you been practicing the the stuff you're recording uh, well, not much because it's like I'm recording it like as I'm writing it, you know, so mm, it's like okay. kind of getting that getting that initial burst of energy where it's like I'm really excited about this these new chords and coming up with everything and 
Uh, oh, I see. And I'm like hoping to catch and like harness the the lightning in the bottle, but it's just like not happening because I'm not making it through a take. And then I'm trying to record my my uh, pitter patter drum beats, and I'm not making it through an entire song with that because I'm terrible at the drums, or or I don't record to uh, a metronome, <laughs> so it like gets off and stuff. <laughs> um, but the struggle is real on the, uh, cause you know, like with recording drums or something, I could stop, go back a couple bars and pick it back up. If I were recording on, on a computer. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Uh, the reason I was asking was, uh, you know, hideout that song I did for fall song challenge. I think I practiced the drums for that for like two weeks and it took a long time where I could, play that to like a metronome it's really simple but i mean i'm not a drummer i mean i'm working on becoming a better drummer but that that was why i asked because uh it took me a long time like i've been i was just practicing and practicing and every day i would sit down for like an hour and just play it and and work on rudiments and stuff and and then it got to a point where i guess that was the point where the first take once once i had it and i knew i could play it flawlessly it was just like it was like it almost didn't even matter. I just hit record and and it was like, boom, like one take, you know. But I, it was like two weeks of of building up to that one take, you know. Yeah, I mean that's why like I'm kind of like, well, maybe there's something to be said for actually practicing a song several. I don't know. Like I have a I have a friend right now um, that I don't know. He posted somewhere on social media that he is you know, working on a new album and he's going to play each song that he's recording a hundred times before he actually records it like that, like that sort of intense practice. And Mm. I don't know. I thought like, well, that's, that's really, that's really crazy, but it's kind of cool. I mean, that's like, you know, with the, the song that I posted on YouTube in January, like, you know, I don't know how many times Elsa and I have jammed that song. So it was like really easy to come in and get a, get a great take of it or what I, what I consider a great take. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll practice more. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that was going to be my two cents on it. Yeah. I was just saying like, uh, cause I, I mean, a hundred times, I think that that's, that's cool. Uh, you know, I think, I think, but I think if like around 50, if that person was like, Oh, okay, I got it. Then I think they should just, throw out that number of a hundred. I think whatever the number is for you, it could be 20, it could be a thousand, but, uh, I mean, I think that's, I think that that's cool. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, for me, I would, I would be afraid that I would lose the sort of spark and the, you know, excitement for the song. Um, and I think that could see that, you know, saying like going back to the specific song that I'm talking about, like, um, finishing off, like, I think that that happened, you know, like I played it over and over again in my basement in, you know, the mid 2000s and then uh, shelved it because I couldn't figure out a vocal melody. And then Elsa and I started playing together uh, maybe like 2012, 2011. And so I brought it out then, couldn't figure it out. And, um, you know, I stopped playing for a long time when we had kids and when Elsa and I got back together i brought it out again like even whenever we were recording distortion and snow and still couldn't figure it out (laughs) it's like this elusive uh uh beast of a song that i don't i don't know what the deal is 
I think, I mean, that's, it's weird, you know, sometimes there's, uh, I've heard of bands talk about that phenomenon where there's some riffs or things floating around. Like, I think uh, one day you'll probably just start, you'll pick it up and it'll be there, you know, it's like one of those things that just needs to travel to that spot in time when it can become what it's meant to be, I guess. Well, the time is now. (laughs) Dallas 2021. Uh. Yeah, there's some there's some other point I wanted to make about the writing stuff, but oh, I was just gonna say that I think one of the most frustrating things that had ever ever happens during the recording process is when you're really excited to record something, but you haven't practiced it enough, and then every take you do becomes almost like a, the practice in itself. So like sometimes it's like all those practice takes trying to record it. Like say you were trying to record a solo or something really quick and you just couldn't get it or the improv doesn't sound good. And, but then you do that like 50 times or something, or you have the loop going. So like, it's, it's weird because it's almost like you do have to practice it. Cause I, I just don't like, I don't like when I know I have a good idea, but then I can't like execute it yeah. immediately. But I feel like those I mean, situations like are patience, always like, you know? like, you know, take after take after take, like screwing up, screwing up. And then you like the hell with it and you close it up and then you come back the next day and you like nail it first take or something because those practices have probably added up like you're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, it's also really important like to take the break, like you just mentioned, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Like it's almost like the more you push for something in the moment, even just taking like a five minute break and coming back, you could probably nail it. But you know, you need to like give your conscious a rest and let your subconscious work on it, you know? And then uh, there's, I don't know. Yeah. I think that, I think taking more breaks is the way to go. I I know it's like, um, but like every time I'm in, I'm in the moment like that, I'm like, no, I can just like, I can get it the net, like one, I'm going to do it one more time and it's going to be it. And then I'll be done. (laughs) Like, you know, like actually like, kind of stepping back and saying, okay, I'm going to take a break from this is probably the mature thing to do. But I, I personally haven't still figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's just like a a certain immaturity to that, you know? And like you were saying, there's like, it's like, just have some patience, you know, we always want things to, to happen so quickly, but like you said, the mature thing to do is just, just take your time and, and put in the work. Yeah. Just about, I mean, this happened Friday night. I was trying to record something and yeah, I was just like in that, in that zone of like, okay, I'm going to get through this. And, but it just didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, there's also that phenomenon where you put that kind of pressure on yourself and it's like the more you care about it, the less it has a chance of happening. It's like the rom-com cliche. You know, it's like, once you stop looking for the guy, he'll show up. <laughs> that always happens to me. Was there, is there anything else songwriting wise? I think that's about it. I can't, uh, I can't the think struggle of anything. Is real. I feel like, um, I feel like I'll think about, or I'll think of something immediately after we get off and the, uh, the microphones and, um, and I'll save that for a future episode. Yeah, or, or just tag it on the end. You could do like a little solo outro if you, if it, if it uh, you know connects. Nice. Okay. Well, is there? Do you have any recommendations for me this week? 
I actually did send you something. Uh, so you'll have to wait. Oh, and, uh, in the mail? Yeah. Oh, man, that's exciting. I'll do. I'll have to do an unboxing for the YouTube channel. I gotta, do it. I got I to gotta promote my, my bud 424 recording for sending me this package. He needs a he needs a few more subs and likes. Are you trying to tell me something? No. No, not at all. <laughs> I was going to say the uh book um Oh shit, I just gave it away. Um <laughs> what I, what I what I sent you is uh is actually related to I think last month's podcast. So okay. I'll, see, I'll see if you I don't know. Well, it's going to be interesting. So you you could wrap it into like a Dallas, uh, a Dallas video, maybe. Nice, yeah. Um, thanks for making this happen short notice. Um, oh, uh, thank you. I mean, for uh, the for the listeners, Mike Mike uh, rearranged his whole schedule because I had a scheduling conflict and uh, really came what? through for us. No, Jason's being uh, he's being silly. I, uh, <laughs> I really wanted to speak with him this week, and uh, we had said 3 p.m., but, you know, we had to shift some stuff around, and, and hey, it's good times. Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say goodbye to the listeners, and um, we'll catch them next month for another thrilling episode in the Dallas 2021 escapades. Heck yeah. I'm excited. And we we have we have it looks like three episodes ready to rock. So Yeah. It's gonna be good. I'm pumped. Thank you everybody out there who's been listening and, and checking in with us and and uh in the Discord. Yeah, that's been coming along for the ride. It's it's that's been, been awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um one thing I will throw out there is the Fall Song Challenge compilation is up. I forgot to Heck yeah. Uh, Got to promote that. Um, I've been so, sleeping on that too. So it's uh, uh, it's on Bandcamp. Search you can search four two four recording. You know what? I will drop it in the show notes. How's about Perfect. that for Perfect. professional podcasting? So we'll link it, and you guys can go check it out. It's a solid collection of tracks that were recorded in the fall of twenty twenty. Yeah, and Jason did the artwork, and he. Um did the sequencing of the album too. Oh, All yeah. those mixtapes paid off back <laughs> uh, 20 right. years ago. Yeah, totally. They just continue to pay off. Yeah, just continue to see the, the dividends coming in from that. Sorry about the uh, all the blips, man. I know the editor is going to have some have some work to do. Camille has got her work cut out for her, but she can handle it. Yeah, this will be good experience for her. So what you get an intern for? That's another blip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Okay, peace out, everybody. Later.